Hello, this is Roy Lilly. The sad anorak that I am, <laughs> I watched number 21 in Birmingham making her speech to the Tory party conference. Birmingham, famous for all sorts, Cadbury, custard and brown sauce. That's just for starters. There's Balty, bangles and beads from the jewellery quarter and the inventor, Matthew Bolton. H. Baston for the cricket and Black Sabbath for the hard of hearing. Not forgetting New Street, the most bewildering railway station in the world and a city home to the world's largest Primark. It's now home to a new record. Unwittingly, it's become the place where the biggest, fattest, blackest, wriggling porky was told to the most people in one room ever. Where's the nice lady from the Guinness Book of Records when you need her? In her speech, number 21 claimed that the NHS was invented by a Tory, Henry Willink. Yes, she did. I heard her in black and white, crystal clear, and I watched her lips. But for him, she said, there would have been no NHS. Wrong. Henry Willink was certainly a Tory. He was a baronet. In June 1940, he won a by-election, joined the wartime coalition government and became a special commissioner for those made homeless by the London Blitz. He became Minister for Health in 1943, and it is true he was certainly involved in the production of the beverage report that shaped the prospect of an NHS, but Willink opposed the nationalisation of the existing private and voluntary infrastructure that was later to become the backbone of the NHS. At the time, he claimed the nationalisation of voluntary hospitals, quote, will destroy so much in this country that we value. The Conservatives opposed the formation of the NHS, as did the BMA. That is not to say Willing was not a good man and had a fine career. He was Master of Magdalen College, Cambridge, until 1966, and from 1953 to 55, he was also Vice-Chancellor of the University of Cambridge and chaired the Steering Committee, leading to the formation of the Royal College of General Practitioners, starting in 1952. He did make one blunder. In 1957, Willink served as chairman of the Interdepartmental Committee on the Future Numbers of Medical Practitioners and Intakes of Medical Students. Pause for breath. <laughs> the committee concluded that too many doctors were being trained and proposed a 12% reduction. It was later recognised as a, quote, misjudgment. So that's your man, Willink, and he did not invent the NHS and made a mess of the first workforce plan. But who cares? Well, you know, I care. I care that a few thousand Blue Rinse widows, some retired refugees from the golf club and a handful of earnest young men in horn-rimmed glasses, will go home and tell the coffee mornings, the members' bar and the gym club the Tories gave us the NHS. They didn't. They tried very hard to stop it. The Conservative opposition voted against both the second and third reading of Labour's National Health Service bill when it came before the House of Commons in 1946. They opposed attempts to end local ownership of hospitals and were opposed to any notion of a full-time salaried service. 
As for the rest of number 21 speech, well, it was the usual A, B, C, D. No, not ambulances, backlog, care and doctors. It was annoying, boring, cringe-making and deceitful. Annoying because her idea of more core handlers won't get our cirrhotic hospital systems freed up. Boring because her delivery makes Alexa sound exciting. Cringe-making because she claims to be there for patients when well, we all know she's there for tizzy, and deceitful, a two-week target to see a GP. Really? In August, with the latest data, and I linked to it in the letter this morning, about 45% are seen on the same day, 31% seen well within 14 days, and the remainder are related to follow-up appointments and long-term conditions. I want political leaders to take me out of this dull and troubled world and show me a glimpse of what might be. All I got was an empty stage, the blue screen of death, and an audience, half of whom were enjoying a postperandial kip. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye now.